99.7 DJX. Hi there, Kelly. Hello. Hopefully refreshed from a three-day weekend. Um, uh, uh, well, are you? <laughs> <laughs> um, still worked, but yeah. It was it was nice to sleep in a little. Yeah, for sure. Um, I I like this this um uh, this went kind of viral over uh, the past several days. But uh, we were talking recently about accents and about how I was at a store and someone had commented on I love this accent after I had just finished like checking out, and I was like, wait, hang on. I have an accent. And then, you know, we kind of were talking about that a little bit. Uh huh. So, this reporter out of Boston, her name's uh, Ellen Fleming. She went viral, and we've retweeted this because it's just hysterical. Uh, But, you know, Boston has a very famous accent, right? That's distinct. Very distinct, yes. Kind of the, you know, put the cod in Harvard Yard. Cod, Harvard Yard, yeah. Yeah, that sort of thing, right? So she was outside the Massachusetts State House reporting and clue into how she says New Hampshire, okay? Parts of this bill are similar to the executive orders that have already been put in place in New Hampshire, New Hampshire. <laughs> that was so that was Is that an, live? No, that was an outtake. So okay, yeah, gotcha. She was recording like a stand up for a package that, that she was putting together, right? And, Got it. And, and she actually posted that herself as a little outtake. It's like, you know, when the Boston accent slips out, right? Yep. Oopsies. <laughs> Parts of this bill are similar to the executive orders that have already been put in place in New Hampshire. <laughs> in New Hampshire. It, it also slipped it. out in, in pot. Yeah, right. Pots of this bill. Right, right. Yeah. So I, I love it. And uh, anyways, uh, we've tweeted it out at Ben and Kelly's show. But yeah, Ellen, she's uh, she's kind of having her moment from... The struggle's uh, real. <laughs> she's like, sometimes that Boston accent slips out when you least <laughs> expect it. Yep, sure does. It's funny because, uh, like, again, talking accents... My my youngest daughter Zoe, uh, you know, we we were, she's the one who I I think got the Kentucky accent the worst out of all of us, you know. Uh-huh. And so every now and the then, the girls were all born here. Oh yeah 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 yeah. All three of my you daughters were, were born yes. in in uh, Kentucky, but um, yes, and uh, Isabel and Sophia have escaped a lot of the the Kentucky accent, and you know the Kentucky accent when you hear sure. it, you know. Um, but Zoe, she gets it a little bit more honestly. And it's funny because, you know, over the weekend, uh, she was saying something and I looked at her and she goes, whoop, <laughs> just because she realized what she said had had a little Called bit of that, out. had a little bit of that, like, uh, you know, French fries, you know, that little bit of uh, Kentucky accent in it. But anyways. Ohio doesn't have one, right? You well, guys are from Ohio. I had heard several years ago that the truest form of, quote, American English was spoken in Akron, Ohio. Really? Without any... That's the America, the most America of the America. I guess. The the most accentless American vernacular is spoken in Akron, Ohio. Interesting. I don't know if that's still true. Never lived in Akron. I know it's kind of close to Cleveland area, so a little bit north of uh, Columbus where I grew up. But yeah, Ohio in general kind of is supposed to have a very 
um, accentless sort of speech, but who knows? Now you know? I kind of want to go there and just listen to people talk, <laughs> see if it's true. Anyways, you gotta you gotta see Ellen. She's uh, <laughs> she she's just so funny in how she just owns it, you know. And yep. eight point seven million views later, she's uh, having her little moment there at Ben and Kelly show. 99.7 DJX. Shout out to the WKU cheerleading team. Uh, the all-girls D1A team. 2023 national cheer champions. That's awesome. I know. Big uh, big win there. It's their second national title in three years. So congrats, WKU Hilltoppers, the uh, cheerleading team there. A 99.7 DJX. All right, feel good. So you remember, this is a follow-up to a feel-good story we featured a couple weeks ago. This guy named Jay broke into a school, ended up rescuing 24 people and two dogs during the blizzard there in Buffalo over the holidays. Mm -hmm. He kept going back out and finding people who were trapped in their cars. Right. And the police department were amazed seeing them helping each other on the surveillance video there in the school and wanted to find out who Jay was. He had left a note saying, sorry, I had to break in, but it was life or death. Yeah. And uh, he, they said they're even they feel like family now. All the people that stayed in the school there for a couple of days and they're planning on getting back together this summer like a little family reunion. Aww. But that's not all. The Buffalo Bills surprised Jay with two tickets to the Super Bowl. We wanted to surprise you today with two you, tickets. Two tickets to the Super Bowl. We love you. We know what you did on Christmas Eve was very heroic and you're our hero. And the Bills and I marked want to present you with these tickets to go watch the Super Bowl. We just want to say thank you for all you did, and we love you. Buffalo loves you, buddy. You're a hero to us and to everyone else. Thank you, man. Appreciate you. Wow, that's cool. Yeah, that was Hall of Fame former Bills running back Thurman Thomas and his wife presenting the big old, like, oversized tickets. Pretty awesome. Nice. You can see the story on our website, WDJX.com. Ben Davis, Kelly K Show. On Friday, we had a DJX yard sale of sorts, except we weren't selling anything. We were just giving stuff away in our building because we're moving out out of our building out of downtown and just a, a little bit further uh, to the east there. Um, Suzanne told I, me it was wild. Well, I want to give you a, a, a proper update coming up at around 7, Okay. Okay. I want to. I want to give you a, a proper update. Yes. All right. Yeah. I want. I want to give you. I. I deserves its own spotlight on the show. Yes. I'm wearing band aids. Oh. Because of what happened. Still. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So From Friday. Yeah, All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, so, anyways, Are we that still bleeding. That coming up in like about a half an hour. Okay, so if if you may not still be at the radio, but you may want to go back and listen to the podcast because oh, I'll be here listening. It was a moment, we'll say. <laughs> All right, setting the bar stories are what again, Kelly? Examples of what not to do or situations we hope you don't find yourself in. For sure. Uh, maybe we'll start with the lesson: don't try to trick a bunch of accountants. All right. <laughs> okay. So if you can manage to make it through the day without suing your former company only to have them prove that you actually owe them money, Uh then you're doing okay. Oh, dang. (laughs) Oh, wow. Let me guess. This person is an accountant? Uh, So this woman named Carly used to work at this accounting firm. So she was a part of the accounting firm. They're in Canada, right? So she sued them for wrongful termination and claimed that they still owed her five grand. 
Uh-huh. However, they said, oh, nay, nay. <laughs> and countersued and used data that they got from an activity tracking app on her company laptop to show that she'd actually been pretending to work more oh, than she actually was. Oh, boy. In the end, the judge was like, yep, you're going to have to actually pay your former employer back two grand. No. <laughs> yes. Oh, 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 no. Yes. Oh, 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 man. So basically, she had claimed that she worked 51 more hours than she really did. Oh, dang. And uh, yeah, so the court sided with the company and said, yo, you got to repay about two grand. Ah, oh, she didn't see that coming. No, she didn't. <laughs> so I don't know if the lesson is don't pick a fight with a bunch of accountants when money's on the line. Yeah, you better have your ducks in a row if you're going to try to sue your company right. and say you owe me more money. Right. And man, if you've got a company laptop, just Uh-oh. be careful. Beware. <laughs> you know. Might be some little uh, activity tracking software on yours, too. Uh, yeah, who knows? Who knows? So, anyways, there you go, setting the bar. If you can manage to make it through the day without suing your former company for five grand, only to have them prove that you actually owe them $2,000 because you didn't work. <laughs> oh, she You're saw going, that okay. uh, working out differently, didn't she? Yeah, I think she did. I think yeah. she did. That's setting the bar on 9970DJX. I'm still bandaged. From Friday's DJX yard sale here at our radio station building in downtown. I'll explain here in just a sec. You know, we've lived in downtown and this building for the better part of 30 years, right? And Has it been that long? You know, if you live in any place for a long time, you acquire stuff. So we're moving. We're getting smaller digs, uh, Hurstbourne, Shelbyville area. And so we put up on Facebook Marketplace, also on our social media pages. Hey, we've got some stuff we're not going to be able to move. So if you want it, come on down. You've got a booty. We've got chairs. Right. Exactly. We got chairs. We have sectionals. We have desks. We have, uh, you know, shelving. We have filing cabinets, all sorts of stuff that, you know, an office would acquire and things like right. that. So as we're gearing up for it on Friday, we... Uh, post up a bunch of signs that say do not enter because there are you know things like studios like we don't necessarily wanting the public to walk into djx studio and go on the air you know know, only trained professionals here right this is a no-go zone yeah so we had several of those signs posted around and we had a bunch of stuff just kind of sitting in out in the open uh for those people to just kind of peruse through and get what they want. So at around 11 o'clock, uh, we go down and there's probably a crowd of about 50 or so outside on the street on Forest Street, right? Wow. Uh waiting to come in. When I tell you when we opened the door at 11 o'clock to let people come in and look around, it was like they were on supermarket sweep. <laughs> And they start running around. We have two levels. So they, they they come in on the second level and they have to then go upstairs to the third level. And they are running around elbowing people like there's a most people are genuinely good. There are others, though, that were there are the just, wild cards that are like, nope, I'm going to be first. I know. Try to get my hands on the best stuff. I know. And then, you know, people were kind of walking by their stuff and 
claiming it and saying, I saw this, I want these shelves, whatever. Did they have like post-it notes with their names on it? They were just sticking it on stuff? Yes. So okay. people were putting post-it notes on things and, and stuff like that. So probably in hindsight, what we should have done is counted the chairs that weren't supposed to go. Oh yeah, <laughs> I heard about. Well, yeah. So, so there, there were some uh, chairs that that left the building that shouldn't that have we're gone. Not supposed right, to. right, yeah. exactly. And 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 there were people that were arguing like, "Hang on a second! I called this on Facebook. I said that this sectional. Oh, yeah. I, I wanted both sectionals. You know, oh, because boy. we had several couches here that were up for grabs. And and at the time, it's like, hey. You know, it's first come, first serve. We can't be... We can't... No holds. Yeah, we can't like hold that. them for people. We can't say, oh, well, you posted at 637 on Facebook. Yeah, And no. this person posted at 642 on Facebook. Not that. Yeah, that's what I was saying. I was like, I can't mess with that. I can't be a part of that, whatever. You know, it's it's first come, first serve. So people are running through our hallways. So they are they throwing their bodies on top of the couch and like, well, I'm on it right now. Yeah, we had a foosball table that we decided at the last minute. We're like, you know what? We're not going to give away the foosball table. We're going to try to transfer it to the new place because you know that's that's kind of fun people got angry oh. <laughs> they, were, they were like hang on a second you, you said there was no take backs you, you said there was a foosball table it's like oh, hey, hang on. it's okay it's it's okay, okay. It's, not, it's not going if you weren't here at 11 o'clock if you moseyed in at about 11 30 it looked like a bomb went off inside of our building oh god and and there were people going i came in here thinking i was going to get some office chairs and all i got was this crummy dresser it's like, oh no! Well, you don't have to take it. Oh wow! <laughs> you can. Oh and, and So there, what you're saying is you had some disgruntled customers. Well, we did. Look, there were some stories that were were great. People took several trips, and they were like, you know what? We're starting a new business. I'm a graduate of Bellarmine, and I'm starting my this own business. Helpful. And I have just furnished my office with chairs and a desk and a shelving unit and some filing cabinets. So thank you. There were some great stories like that. And then there then were, there and then there were other stories. The right, 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 exactly. Of, of people that were walking around. There were things like that. I was like, Oh, Hey, um, I don't know if you can take that. And then there was some miscommunication on our end where I was like, okay, I don't know. I thought certain stuff was up for grabs. And then in the moment, our boss was just like, let him take it. <laughs> so, oh boy. so we had things. And then Suzanne comes back and goes, where's my chair? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So That so we, one that I had a dot on that was supposed to come home with me. Where's that? Because I bought it with my own money. Yeah, I mean, th- there were some employees that had some stuff that were uh, that were taken. But, you know, it happens in the moment. And, Listen, was and, Kara's office off limits? And, because she had cute stuff in there. And what what are we going to do? All we know is that... I mean, it, wow. people were running around through these halls okay. like supermarket sweep. They like were, their life depended on Yeah, it. I mean, they were opening doors that said, do not enter. They were, they were, oh, my I, gosh. I, I came, you were unprepared for that, I came, you? I came down to my office, and people had my door open. They were taking stuff out of my I was like, hang on. No, 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 no. This, oh, is, wow. this, this says do not open. <laughs> you can't just go into places that say do not open and just assume. Like, you should have hired security. They were like, but we sold chairs. Yes, I understand. Yes, they're those out there, right. not in here. Right, right. I know. So, anyway, because I know you were you were doing a dot system. Were people paying attention to the dot system? No, were there no, clearly the, marked areas like this is for you, this is not? Uh, the the dots were not for the public. The dots okay. were for our engineers. But the 
uh, signs were for the public. The clearly uh-huh. stated signs that say "Do not enter" or you know, "This is still operating a radio <laughs> right, right, company exactly. out of this." Uh, and so it was, it was kind of funny because you know later in the afternoon, as the masses had gone, and and there was a time and a place on Fourth Street where. You couldn't you couldn't drive between Chestnut and Muhammad Ali because there were so many people taking stuff out and to like that you know loading up trucks yeah I mean I'll apologize on behalf of the radio station for for uh, you know causing <laughs> we underestimated a, a bit the traffic of a, situation a traffic jam there yeah like I said kind of funny as the masses had left and just some people were moseying in just. They'd never been in our radio station before. And they were just like, I just wanted to see what it was all about. And so we just had, you know, random listeners. I, you know, got to meet some random listeners that were just kind of like moseying through the building. And, well, all right then. And, and they, it's like, they, we'd like to invite you to the new building. It'll look prettier. And, and they were like, you know, I just kind of came here and uh, do you have any T-shirts? And we're like, yeah, we have some T-shirts from some radio stations that aren't here anymore. And... and <laughs> We have some I'm giving out old stations. Oh yeah, yeah. Swag. I mean, you know, whatever. And so, one hundred two point three, the max. Right. I have just just some uh, radio stations that again uh, don't exist anymore. But you know, we still have some merch. You know, we're giving some of that stuff away. But yeah, I'm still bandaged on my finger. I have a, a bandaid still on my finger after helping someone move a big dresser out to their their pickup truck. And I like, I like I, yeah, I like I like pinched my finger and bruised Ouch. and stuff like that. So. Um, yeah, I still have the lingering effects from our Friday. The emotional scars, though, are going to last longer. <laughs> yes, this will heal. The Band-Aid will come off, but the emotional uh-huh. scars of our DJX yard sale will last for what we learn, many years. What we learn about that? Hopefully we won't have to do anything like that again for a long, long while. But yeah. were there lessons learned about how to execute that I, better I, next time? I just remember the look on our faces right before we opened the door where we were like, I think this is the going... Fear. I Yeah, I think this is going to be more than we expected. And then opening the door and then uh, everything You must happening. not have ever had much experience on like Facebook Marketplace or yard sales or anything, but... There is a community of people mm-hmm. who take that very seriously. Well, and we met them all on Friday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess. By appointment? Uh, <laughs> by appointment. It's not so good here. All right, staying kind of in the sports lane, right? A little bit. Yeah, we're dipping our toe into that lane as well with this one. So uh, this one has to do with the Cincinnati Bengals. Calvin is a young Bengals fan. He's got Down syndrome. Mm -hmm. He was hoping to get a glimpse of the players when they left practice uh, at the stadium on Friday. Mm -hmm. When some of the players heard about that, they decided to create this pretty great photo op. Head coach Zach Taylor, quarterback Joe Burrow, safety Jesse Bates, the third wide receiver Jamar Chase, they all came out, put Calvin in a golf cart with them for this awesome photo. And the Down Syndrome Association uh, shared the photo, saying the team went above and beyond to create a special moment for Calvin. And one person even said, you know, the firepower on the field is, of course, a point of pride for the Cincinnati region. Mm. But it's their acts secondary to play that have truly shown who they are. Very cool. Now, they get their rematch with Buffalo on Sunday. Yeah, that'll be uh, that'll be an interesting game. It is. And I, I feel like, aren't we all kind of both, we're rooting for both teams well, I'm like with everything that happened with Demar Hamlin, we're rooting for both of them, aren't we? 
Well, I'm rooting for the Bengals. Okay, all right, all I right. I don't fine. want Buffalo to win. No. Well, I feel like there's a lot more <laughs> Buffalo fans now because of how everything has unfolded. Maybe after that, you know, really scary moment during Monday Night Football. Anyway, sure. they're going to get the rematch. Find out who ends up in the Super Bowl. Okay. And uh, we'll retweet the photo you can see of the Bengals there hanging out with Calvin, making his day at the uh, Ben and Kelly Show. Kentuckiana is getting clowned. <laughs> Here comes another Ben Davis phone tap on 99.7 DJX. Well, this is uh, from Cassie. She said, how about a phone tap for my sister Amy? Mm-hmm. She works in a pet shop, so I'm sure you can come up with something to prank her. What do you think? Yeah, so naturally, Robert Hassenpepper needs to call Amy to see if she can help him with his proposal. Welcome to your phone tap. Good morning, some pet supplies. This is Amy. Hi, Amy. Robert Hassenpepper, hoping you can help me out here. You got some cats there, right? Uh, yeah, we do have quite a few cats, yes. Uh, were you looking for something in particular? Well, this is a little out of the ordinary, but I'm hoping you can help me with a surprise from my girlfriend, see? Okay. Uh, you want to get her a cat? Oh, no, she's got cats already. She's uh, she's a big cat fan. Well, I mean, here's the thing. I'd, I'd like to propose to her, and I'd like to do it in a very unique way. All right. That, that's great. Congratulations. <laughs> oh, well, she hasn't said yes yet, so... Uh, oh, of course. I, um, so how can I help? That sounds like fun. Well, first of all, you need to know that my girlfriend really loves cats. Okay. I mean, she's obsessed with cats. Got a couple of her own, takes pictures of her cats. Uh, she has T-shirts with cats, cat socks, cats on her pillows, you know. Yeah, I got you. She's a cat lover. Got it. <laughs> Right, right. So I want to incorporate cats into the proposal. Well, so I saw this post on Instagram where some guy took his girlfriend to a restaurant and they ordered pizza. And they had the restaurant spell out marry me and pepperoni on the pizza. Oh, that's cute. Right. So my idea is that I bring her over to your store for a visit. And Mm -hmm. just at the right moment, you can spell out, will you marry me in cats? I see each cat is a letter. Get it? So, like, pictures of cats spelling out the words? or No, no, not pictures. Actual cats. <laughs> um, sorry, do, do you know what you're asking? Well, sh- sure. So I did some figuring. With one cat per letter, will you marry me? We'll take about 15 cats, including oh one gosh. for the question mark. Um, okay, let me... <laughs> Let me get this straight. You want me to pose 15 cats with their bodies to spell that out? Well, yeah. Uh, I, I don't see what the problem would be. Is it the question mark? Is it too hard to get a cat to make a question mark? Because, well, I mean, we could skip the question mark. I mean, she'll figure the rest out. No. No. That, no. <laughs> I'm sorry, but no. Is it too many cats? Can't do that. I mean, instead of will you marry me, I guess I guess we could just do marry me. I mean, that's only, uh... uh Se- seven cats. Seven. Is oh, is wow. that right? Listen, I don't know where you got this idea, but you cannot spell out letters with live animals. You just can't do that. Oh, wow. I'm I, sorry. I get it. I see what's going on here. I understand, Amy. You're not a romantic, are you? You you don't want to help with my proposal. No, no, it's not me. Nobody is going to be able to do this. Cats do what cats do. You really thought I could just get 15 cats to, like, curl their bodies into letters for your proposal? That's insane. Wow, I was 
hoping you could. I'm I'm sorry, but that's just outrageous. Can't do that. I'm sorry. <sighs> All right, I get it. No cats. I guess the other thing she loves is the Ben Davis and Kelly K show. I mean, she listens to them every morning. Maybe I could get them to do like a special shout out or something on the radio. Mm, sure. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, that sounds way more doable. You've heard them before, right? They're always doing fun things like those phone taps. You know, when they call, mess with people on the radio. Wait. <laughs> wait, wait, hold on. You're... Hi, Amy. It's Ben and Kelly. <laughs> it's 997 DJX. Oh, my gosh. Are you kidding me? Really? Yes. Really. Oh, my gosh. I cannot believe I sit on the phone this long with someone who just wanted to post freaking cats. Oh, That's my gosh. Impressive. Wow. Wow. You got me. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> that is impressive. And just for the record, no cats were harmed in the making of this phone tap. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and that is your phone tap on 99.7 DJX. Um, Last week, we heard from George. He's a listener. He is getting married in a couple weeks, and his bachelor party was this past weekend, right? And he reached out to us just to let it, ask us if these rules his fiance was laying down were mm -hmm. reasonable. Yeah, and I mean, it was like, you know, best man needs to call her, no tattoos, no shots, no strippers. She needs to uh, check his body for evidence afterwards, um, you know, things like that. And he was just like, what gives, what gives? Most of us kind of thought, you know, some of those were a little over the top. Like if she could have just said, hey, don't do anything, that'll break my heart or, you know, get you unengaged. Yeah, I mean, maybe maybe that was her way of saying those exact words, but she just yeah, said it th in her These own are way, the right? things that would break my heart. Right, yeah. exactly. All right. Well, we have the update, and it is not from George. It is from a person named Amanda. Mm -hmm. Said, hey, Ben and Kelly, I'm reaching out to you because I know that my fiancé, quote, George, talked to you all last week about the, quote, rules I gave him before heading out on his bachelor party weekend. Okay, so this is his fiancé. Uh-huh. Okay. George apparently wasn't aware that I was a longtime listener to your show and rarely missed your group therapy segment. Oh, uh -uh. okay. <laughs> we always wonder if that's the case, don't we? Sure. So you can imagine my surprise when George's situation mirrored the events that were happening in my life. Right, okay. I thought I would give you guys my side and some perspective. Okay. So as I'm sending this to you on Sunday night, I still haven't heard anything from George, his best man, or anyone at his party. Mm. I tried to be respectful of his weekend, didn't check in with him at all on Saturday, but then sent him a quick, you having fun, text this morning. Mm -hmm. Still haven't heard back. Oh, wow. I've been completely ghosted by him and his friends. Uh, he was supposed to return this afternoon, but hasn't. Okay. So I'm assuming they're extending their fun? Mm. I don't know, because no one's telling me anything. I also should let you know I have a big problem with bachelor parties because at a previous bachelor party that George went to, he got arrested and I had to bail him out. Oh. Then at another bachelor party, a friend of another guy at the party sent me a video of my boyfriend, now fiance, making out with another woman. Oh, gosh. Okay, so there's some backstory. There's some backstory. He swears he was drunk. Nothing more than that happened. It took a long time to regain that trust with him. So my rules were to hopefully deter him from doing anything regrettable. Mm. 
Anyway, I felt like you only heard one side of the story, and I was getting roasted on your Facebook page, so I felt the need to explain. If you guys happen to hear from George before I do, <laughs> please let me know. And thanks for letting me explain. Wow. Okay, so now we're getting a little uh, information backstory on why she felt the need to do all that. Those are the things that George left out. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, we we heard one side of the story. and well, I don't know why she would do that kind of stuff. Right, and George neglected to explain to us in the initial when he reached out. Oh, yeah, well, I mean, I, I, mean, I got arrested at one bachelor party, and I did uh, cheat on... Her accidentally, accidentally of course. Else. I accidentally, of course, cheated on her with another person. I tripped another... and fell on her face yeah. for a couple of minutes. Yeah, um, <laughs> but I swear that's all we did. But I mean, what gives with all these rules she's putting down on my bachelor party? Man, I um, oh my god, I I feel a little bad about maybe jumping to conclusions about the rules that Amanda laid down. Oh, uh, the tides are turning on the text line. Jared said, sounds like she's had to put up with way more than she should have. Brittany's like, well, George sure let out a lot of stuff. Her rules make all the sense now. He sounds like a jerk. But now the big issue is, why hasn't she heard from him at all? That's great question. Yeah. Why wouldn't you just send her a text? Like, or, I'm okay. We're having fun. Thanks, babe. Love you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're having fun. Hey, by the way, we're going to stay an extra night at our whatever. Yeah, and Andrew, the love doctor, rolling in. He needs to go break it off. Oh, wow. I always feel like uh, our audience, particularly, is quick to knee-jerk and say, get rid of them. <laughs> we were all on Team George we were. last week. Now we're all like, nope, leave them behind. Should have <laughs> left them in jail the first time. Bye, George. We are so flip-floppers. Now flip we're all floppers. Team Amanda. We're, we're, we're flip-floppers. <laughs> we're like, yeah, George, you go have fun. Now we're like... George, dang you! Yeah, well, listen, we just needed all the facts in the case. I think that's not very cool that he is ghosting her. Well, yeah, and again, Leslie texted, the fact that he hasn't responded is a big red flag, Mm -hmm. given the history we now know. All right, well... I think we are all agreeing right now, marriage shouldn't be happening at this particular moment. mm, They have some big things to work out. It does sound like that. I don't think that George's behavior is indicating he's ready to be a married man. Well, I I think we need another update at some point. Oh, um, uh, yeah. Because yeah, the fact that, you know, Andrew's pointing out the fact that he left out so much when yeah. he reached out to us. Not a great sign. Yeah, that's right. Well, Amanda, I think the tides are turning and at least we're in your, <laughs> your we're in your camp and saying we understand why you put the rules down. We understand. Yeah. Now, unless his friends took his phone. That could be one case. Yeah, but uh, Danielle's saying he's probably arrested again. Maybe he's currently in jail. <laughs> right. I mean, but at time. that point, your friend needs to text and say, hey, he's fine. Hey, this is Bruce. He's fine. Whatever. Blah, 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 blah. He, we're Thanks, having, Bruce. Yeah, we're having fun. You know, all that stuff. Uh-huh. But I, how many days, how many more days are we going to have some fun before we're checking in? Uh, does anybody have a story of a bachelor party that was so off the chain that you didn't make it to the altar like i don't want to scare amanda in this but i think maybe even she knows that this is a red flag as everybody is pointing out it chase saying sounds to me like they shouldn't get married too many issues yeah i mean there's there are things we need to work out Mm -hmm. if he's just ghosting you now and not even giving you the common courtesy like hey we're good things are good we're having fun thanks so much talk to you soon right 
All right. Well, hey, Amanda, thank you for the update, and thank you for getting back with us because George had apparently ghosted us too. So, well, yes, um, and you know, we just didn't get the full story the first time. Right. Right. But if you've got a story, we'd like to hear that too. 502-571-9970. There's your update, but it looks like we're not done with this story. You can catch up on the podcast, WDJX.com, but it was all about a bachelor party this past weekend and some rules that his fiance had laid down and us thinking that those rules were a little, uh, a little harsh, but then come to find out that maybe they weren't so harsh because George had a... Left out some minor details from his past. Uh, yeah, like an arrest, uh, some cheating stuff like that at other bachelor parties, things like that. And let's not forget the fact that he just has ghosted her. Yeah, she still hasn't heard from him. Yeah. So not a great sign. No. I think we're all encouraging her to uh, hit pause on the whole marriage button. Yeah, and anyone have any stories, whether they're your own or uh, someone else's that you were a part of or whatever, where you knew at the bachelor party that was that was it. <laughs> they They didn't end up making it to... The actual ceremony got a message from a listener. My fiance's bachelor party happened last year. I'm not the jealous type. We've been, we had been happily together for five years. I wasn't worried like at all. I said, go have fun until I got a text the next morning from a number I didn't recognize. Oh gosh. Oh no. With pictures of my groom <gasps> naked. No. In bed. No. With a female friend. Oh, no, sir. She said, Oh, yep, nope. She said, Would have hurt less if it was a stripper. Oh, gosh. Dang. Oh, wow. Yeah. That is, no. I guess in those moments, looking back in hindsight, you're feeling fortunate you found out about that before the marriage. Yeah. Yeah. My gosh. Oh, gosh. Another one. But this from the. Bachelor, he said, my bachelor party uh, a couple years ago, my friends and I decided to go to Nashville for the weekend. Just partied, a lot of drinking, a lot of fun. When we got to the strip club, I was already way drunk. Things happened there. Uh Uh-oh. Cheated and, yep, didn't make it to the wedding. Oh, wow. Man. That takes a lot to admit. It does. It does. He said, "I, I just wish so badly I could just take that mistake back. Dang. Man, that, that can change the course of yeah. your life plan. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know? Uh-huh. Yeah, Taylor said, uh, texted us, said, I knew it. Had a bad feeling about George. Talk about gaslighting. Toxic. Trying oh, to boy. use the internet against her to make her feel crazy. That's true. Because Amanda even said, I felt the need to explain because I was getting roasted on your Facebook page. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, like I said, this story isn't complete. We'll do our best to to keep in touch with Amanda and or George and see what we can find out either later this week or... or... First of all, we just need to know where George's whereabouts are. Like, where is he? (laughs) No one knows where he is located at the moment. So I'm assuming that we will find out something this week. I I, I have to think that we will find out something about him this week because unless he's more confident now that amanda will reach back out to us before george right right so amanda if we don't hear from george let's follow up with you later this week okay and again sorry you're going through this (laughs) hard enough in private but now it's being played out uh, on a public forum but like bachelor parties as i said last week i think sometimes they go over the top with everything and, they do and they lose the meaning of what they're supposed to be and just having fun you're getting into it's a new not chapter supposed to be this free-for-all where there are no, no rules. rules right exactly here
at Ben and Kelly Show, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. You can DM us. We'll turn around, toss it out to our listeners, see what we can do for you. Derek said, is it me or do guys drive everywhere they go with their wives or girlfriends? Mm -hmm. Every time me and my wife have to go somewhere, it's just default that I'm the one driving. Doesn't matter the distance or where we're going. Sometimes I just want to relax and enjoy the ride. Okay. Do you know why that is? I was just curious if it bothered other guys or not. Thanks. Love the show. Do we know why it is a societal norm? No. <laughs> I well, mean, if you maybe ask it... my husband, he says it's because women are worse drivers. <laughs> oh, I was just going to say it probably dates back to like ancient times and women not being allowed to drive or something like that. I don't know. No, and and with my track record, I guess he has a little bit of a point why he chooses to drive. Yeah, I've been you're not back a... into our own mailbox before. Oh, okay. I was going to say, you're and not a I bad did. driver, are you? No, but I did damage the car, then also parking in the parking garage. <laughs> I've made a couple of dumb mistakes. So I get it. Maybe, maybe that's it. <laughs> I mean, I will admit that I do the majority of the driving when it comes to, um, you know, my wife and I, when we are dri- traveling together. But she also travels a lot for her... Um, her bands and her gigs out of town. So then maybe she doesn't want to drive around here. That's right. She doesn't. And so when we're driving together, she would rather I drive because she's also said that we get there quicker. Oh, got it. I don't know if I, I mean, I just obey the posted speed limits too. (laughs) So I don't know if what she's she's talking about necessarily. Uh Well, and, and most people don't even like have a discussion about it. You just go to your side, right? Guy's side is the driver's side. Her side is passenger. Listen, Bethany's texting our show, and I don't need you to bring up my track record with our <laughs> company vehicles, saying, Kelly, at least you didn't wreck the company vehicle multiple times like somebody. Yeah, this is a really valid point. To be fair, I didn't wreck <laughs> I didn't wreck one car multiple times. I wrecked multiple cars. Exactly one time. several. Several. <laughs> I wrecked. Remember the one time we actually did have a Ben and Kelly car? That was the one and only time we had that. Did I wreck that, too? Yeah, you did. Oh. Or maybe was it just you just lost the key? No, I did lose I the remember. key, but I also wrecked that. I was texting and driving. Don't do that. Oh. And I and I rear-ended someone downtown. I do remember you that. You learned the hard way. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Maybe your wife needs to rethink your situation. Who, my <laughs> maybe, wife? Maybe, yes, maybe we I've need been to very, take the keys away from you. I've been very good, thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> my, I've been very good recently. Uh-huh. Does she know your track record? Did yeah, you of, all those instances of course. <laughs> yes, of course. She knows it all. She knows how many oh. cars that we've had that I've wrecked, that all this stuff. And some of them weren't my fault, but most of them were. So anyways, uh, Derek, I, I don't know what, what we answered or if we answered your question. It just sounds like you're bothered by having to drive all the time. So just say, hey, can we trade off or just... When she expects you to drive, just say, hey, why don't you drive or something? I mean, yeah, I, I don't think it has to be a big... It. Yeah, if it bothers say. you, then say, hey, can you drive tonight? That'd be great. Right. Doesn't have to be a big issue. So, all yeah. right. Derek, hopefully we helped. If not, well, then let us know because we're, <laughs> <laughs> we're good at screwing up situations because we really don't have any professional training to dispense advice. All we, we have... We just have microphones. Our microphones. We say stuff. Yes. Said multiple times before. <laughs> I need you to stay, I need you to stay.
All right, uh, Kid Leroy, Justin Bieber, stay. It's 99.7 DJX. That song is, you know, certified banger for sure. It has been around for a hot minute. And I, I'm still not tired of it. And I get tired of songs quickly. For sure. For sure. I understand. Well, and, you know, us probably more than others just because we're around it maybe a little bit more than others. But Yes, we hear it incessantly. So... Justin and the Kid Leroy, who are performing that song, they pr- uh, performed at a private function in Los Angeles. Justin forgot the words. <laughs> and let me let me just and I'll, I'll bleep out the part that, you know, there's a bad word. But uh, but he was quick to kind of ad lib and you'll recognize it. I mean, is it flawless? <laughs> that was flawless. <laughs> he did. He he kept with the rhythm and the timing and all that. And, and his, he was sounded amazing. Uh huh. His vocals were on point. I mean, I think I think that's kind of funny. We all have a laugh about it. But is it his job to know lyrics? And if yes, not, but you know what? That that happens. I think way more often than you think with professional singers singing their songs over and over and over again. Yeah. You just sometimes have brain farts. Well, I do know that a lot of times artists will have a teleprompter of their own lyrics in front of them. And, yeah. and you know, you got to think they perform them thousands and thousands of times over the course of their career. And why would they ever forget them? But yeah, well, like you they're said, not immune to brain farts. We all have them. Right. Right. So that uh, that certainly was the case with Justin Bieber. Left me empty-handed. That's what you're supposed to say. <laughs> I know. I know the song. Right, right, exactly. So, anyways, <laughs> Justin there uh, trying to ad lib and dig himself out of a, a hole, but vocals uh, on point though. Right on the 1.35 billion dollar Mega Millions jackpot. Why do we have to rehash it? Out of Maine. It wasn't me. But it's just like to marinate in that fact and go, wow. Uh, but what is even cooler, and when you think about this, is the little gas and grill convenience store that the person who bought the ticket bought it from. You know, oh wow, they're living their best life too. They get a chunk of that winning too. And Fred, of course his name is Fred, <laughs> is the owner and he got a call and he thought they were just joking with him. My phone went off and I was told that my store sold a $1.3 million winning lottery ticket. I thought for sure it was a scam. Mm-hmm. It was either going to be an ask for a gift card or my social security number shortly <laughs> after, but it was not. So I looked online, and sure enough, we had sold the ticket. Yeah, and so... He, he said million, not billion. And so he is just hoping that, you know, it's it's one of his regular customers. Because Lebanon, Maine, where it came from, only has a population of like 6,000 people. 
Oh, wow. And so he's like, I'm hoping it's like one of our regular customers. It's been a real busy morning, and we are anxiously awaiting to see. Hopefully, it's somebody that we know and we see often. I mean, but I almost would think that it would be worse being in a small town like that and winning a prize because everybody's going to know. Everybody's going to know. Everybody's gonna know. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, you're going you're gonna to be paying for everyone. You know? Exactly. They're always going to hit you up for whatever. Oh, my gosh. Yes. So at that point, and I feel bad, it's, it's this person is going to have to probably move. Oh, and, yeah. And start over. And I think in that state, they were saying that it was you couldn't stay anonymous forever. Mm-hmm. You were going to have to reveal your identity. Yeah. So at least I think your first name and last initial. I think that's what it said. <laughs> yeah, but in a town of six thousand people, they're gonna know. It's like, oh, it's Kelly K. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. Yep. I mean, we wish okay. we had that problem. And right? it's been nice living here. I'm gonna go. I'm yeah, gonna go for buy sure. an island somewhere, and that's where I'm gonna live for sure. But hey, as I've said before, now the Mega Millions and the Powerball a little bit more manageable. Sure. And I'm still not getting a ticket though. And and it, you know, it's it's at a at a point right now where if I won, no one would really care. It's only twenty million dollars now. Um, who are you talking to? I would care. I'm still knocking I'm on saying, your door saying, Hey, it's 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 only twenty million. <laughs> it's not the one point three five billion that it's it was. Only twenty million. Yeah, exactly. Wow. I could still do some damage with that. <laughs> I could handle that. Yeah. Uh, there was someone who matched all five in Kentucky, BT dubs, oh. uh, from Friday's Mega Millions uh, billion dollar jackpot. I don't know how much they get from that, but they matched five of the, the six numbers. So, so that's, that's probably good. a healthy chunk. Yep, for sure. All right. Ben and Kelly, 9970JX. You ever forget something when you go out and then you just kind of feel incomplete or naked? A lot of people have that feeling when, you know, maybe you forget your phone on the charger or whatever. And I got to give it to my daughters who have a different attitude about that than certainly I do or others in our society. But they have zero issue with, like, leaving their phone at home and going out. And I'm like, wow, okay. And then maybe sometimes they don't even notice. Yeah, yeah, or or it's like, wow. oh, you know, I don't have my phone with me, and 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 I just, immediately notice just a, a, a one of those things. It's like, oh, well, you're gonna have to do it. I don't have my phone with me. It's like, oh, okay, wow, I can't believe you don't have your phone. All right, so cool. Anyways, that happened to me this morning. It's not a phone, but it's my it's my Garmin watch that. Oh God, seriously? I, I left it Uh-oh. on the charger, oh, and so I cannot. It's, Are I, you worried about, I don't know how many steps I'm taking? And <laughs> Seriously, is that what you're fretting about today? Well, I just know that I'm going to have to start with a deficit when I finally put the, the oh, watch God. on in the afternoon. That I cannot. I, I, and I don't routinely hit my step goal every single day, just on certain <laughs> days I do. But, but I, you know, I've got my phone. I remembered my phone. Oh, Wow. See, this is this is proof that the Lord knew that you could not survive before the modern conveniences that we now enjoy, like Garmin watches to tell you how many steps you've taken today. Well, 
I did survive for many, 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 many years before this technology came around. And and now you're a slave to it. I, you can't go back. I, I am. I I have. You can't go back. I have fallen prey to yeah, no. that technology. But. I will never succumb to that kind of technology. I don't need to be judged, first of all, by technology on my wrist. I don't, I don't need that kind of rejection because that's exactly what I get every single day. Not gonna, that's why I don't even do like New Year's resolutions. I know I'm going to fail. I don't need to start the new year with that kind of failure riding on my back. <laughs> nope. Why set goals for the year when I know I'm not going to make them? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I don't need to start off feeling bad about myself already. Yeah. Stacy said, I left my AirPods behind. Yeah, I get it. Like certain things that you leave behind, you're like, oh, gosh. Yeah. Um, I'd be right there with you with my phone because then I panic and automatically think, what if the school needs to call me about my kids or something like that? That's immediately why I panic. Uh, I just finished... I don't know, maybe episode four of White Lotus. I don't know if you're watching White Lotus or not. No. It's uh, it's a show that is uh, uh, on uh, with Jennifer Coolidge. She's she's in it. She just did, did a speech. She won a Golden Globe for uh, supporting actor for it. But anyways, wh- there's a scene where the, their teenage son sleeps out on the beach and his phone gets washed away or, you know, gets ruined. And and so he's he's freaking out that he doesn't have a phone, and yeah. and so he borrows his dad's phone because he needs to get on the internet. And so then the mom is texting the dad, and it's like later in the Uh-oh. day, it's at dinner time, and she's like, "Where is he?" And so she's like, "I've been texting him all day." And then the son is right next to her, and and he's like, "Oh yeah, uh, I have his phone, mom." <laughs> and, and she's like, "Hang on a second, how long have you had his phone?" He's like, I don't know. And well, she's like, it. hey, she's like, well, have you seen these texts? And he goes, yeah. He's like, why didn't you text me back? <laughs> Funny. <laughs> Anyways, I, so I'm, I'm feeling that. I'm feeling just my, my left wrist is just a little naked. A little naked this morning. You have morning, no idea so. how many steps you take. Ah. You can't like be expected to manually count them in your head. Couldn't. That'd be way too much oh, work. Thoughts yeah. and prayers going out to you today. Hope Thank you. Hope you can make it through. Thank thoughts you. and prayers. All right, set to the bar stories. Describe those, Kelly. Examples of what not to do or situations we hope you don't find yourself in. Sure. It must be tough having a like famous name or an infamous name. You know, you were just, you know, a certain name and then all of a sudden someone goes and makes it different, you know, or there's a a character named after you. You know, maybe you were a Michael Scott and then all of a sudden the office comes out and now now you've got a famous name. That would be a fun name, though, to have. Michael Myers, maybe not so much. Right. If you can manage to make it through the day without breaking the law when your name is that of a famous movie villain, then you're doing okay. What did Michael Myers do? Well, he uh, skipped out on parole. um, Oopsies. And cops there in Georgia posted his mugshot on Friday the 13th, hoping someone might turn him in. Yes, his name's Michael Myers, and to be clear, that's the villain from Halloween, not Friday the 13th. That's Jason oh, yeah, that's Voorhees. Jason Voorhees. Is there a right. Jason Voorhees around that needs to be on alert as well? Probably, but uh, <laughs> everybody online thought it was a fun coincidence. Now, violating probation, not super, super serious, but uh, and not really clear if they've actually found him yet, but his mugshot has been trending, and um, Michael Myers... He of. looks a little upset in the mugshot. <laughs> yeah, he, he does. doesn't look like he's having his best day. Right. And I am just, I'm sure at some point 
somewhere on the internet, somebody has photoshopped, you know, the Michael Myers the Michael like, Myers face. Ma- yes, face, the mask. Right, the mask. Yeah, right. <laughs> on the mugshot. That'd make it even better. Yeah, when I first saw the story and I was reading it, I, I thought that the police had done it as a joke on February 13th. Friday the 13th? Or, yeah. yeah, on, on uh, Friday the 13th. And I was like, oh, that's kind of a funny joke. They're looking for yeah. Michael Myers. But nope, that's, no. that's real. That just fell in their lap. Yep, real dude. So there you go. That is your setting the bar story. So yeah, if you can manage to make it through the day without breaking the law when your name is a uh, famous movie villain, then you're doing okay. You have a bigger responsibility to <laughs> yes. uphold. Yes, you do. And we're, um, uh, well, at least I am still recovering from my... Uh, injury on Friday from the <laughs> DJX yard sale that we have where we were giving away things, office supply stuff from our building because we're moving out of downtown to the East End. I had a feeling just from my personal experience with like, you know, having a yard sale mm-hmm. here and there. Mm-hmm. When we posted on our multiple radio station property pages, mm-hmm. like, hey, free stuff. Come on down, first come, yeah, first It's serve. almost like what do you think would happen? <laughs> exactly. I know. Like the fact that you're surprised that it wasn't like you had a mob of people blocking Forest Street mm-hmm. that immediately ran in as soon as you opened the doors uh-huh. for going into rooms Places that were that had were... signs that said do not enter. Yep. This is not included in the free stuff. Makes me chuckle. I know. And I like I said, I wish we would have gotten a count of the things that shouldn't have left the building yeah because looking back at it well that looks a little lighter in that room well yeah. it looks like that stuff and then um, i'm just really glad that i cleared everything out of there several weeks ago for things that i wanted to make sure i kept yeah because that would have gone oh, by yeah. the way that would have that would have walked out the door uh people arguing with us over things that we're not supposed to go, but they were convinced was we're supposed to go. I called dibs on the Facebook post. <laughs> I know. I want that microphone. I commented first. You can't have a microphone. Uh, yeah, so, no. Anyways. That is still necessary things for uh, us to keep. There are some things so. we are taking with us. Yeah, good stuff there. Hey, by the oh, way, if you missed anything nice. from the show, you can always catch up podcast, WDJX.com. We did get an update. From last week's group therapy about a bachelor party this past weekend. And the update was not from the guy who sent us the group therapy last week. It was a sharp left turn. Yep. It was somebody else in his life. Unexpected. Mm-hmm. Got some more details that mm-hmm. maybe were omitted from the original conversation. Yeah, and we're going to try to follow up with her either maybe even tomorrow or... I feel like we're going to have better luck talking to her than him. Yeah, or the next day. So... Here in the next couple days, she hasn't heard from him since. Right. Here in the next couple days, we'll get an update um, from Amanda, and if that gives you any indication as to where this is going, uh, maybe there you go. Uh, we'll try to get that update for you here on ninety nine seventy JX. But I don't think we're going to get an invitation to the wedding. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> All right. Have a good one. We will talk to you tomorrow. Okay. Bye.